Welcome, everyone. This is Virginia Parsons, your hangout mentor and the host of the Inspirational Businesswoman Show, where you all know it's my passion and my purpose to provide you, the entrepreneur, with a gold mine of inspirational tips, strategies, and advice to help you grow your business from amazing, inspirational businesswomen in the know. And I have just such a wonderful person here all the way from Italy. I will be in, um, inviting her in in just a moment. So hold on to your hats because we're going to have some fun here today talking about empowerment magic. Now, today's show is sponsored by hangout-marketing.com where you can receive a free hangout marketing assessment. Have you taken that assessment yet? Listen, it's only going to take you a couple of minutes. And I've even expanded the assessment so that you can see how you rate as far as using all these different forms of live stream broadcasting that we're all falling in love with and using to brand, grow, and market our business. So if you want to take advantage of that assessment, it's totally free. All you have to do is text the word SUCCESS, S-U-C-C-E-S-S, -S, to 307 2692040 and you might even qualify for a free strategy session with me where we're going to sit down look at your business and see how we can use these different platforms to get you out there shining as the go-to expert so take advantage of that won't you now I want to thank you for being here I know that you're busy and your time is valuable so the fact that you've chosen to spend your time with us here either live today Thank you for doing that. Or if you're coming in replay mode, we love that as well. Put your comments in the comment section. Put your questions down there and we'll do our best to get to them. We're also going to have a blab after show. where you are going to be able to come and talk and jump in either with questions or come on uh, live if you want to, totally up to you. And we can dig deeper into this topic. So that'll be starting right after the show. And I hope you'll join us for that as well. So let me introduce our guest. Her name is Heidi Hornline. Heidi, all the way from Italy, and my goodness, she speaks English better than I do. I tell you, it's just amazing. Um, I'm so pleased to have her. You know, she already hosts two of her own Hangout on Air shows, and she's soon starting a new broadcast over on Blab as well. So you can see how we're all taking the plunge into Blab and reaching out to our Twitter friends as well. So Heidi is the founder of Paradiso, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, Integrate, and uh, Heidi will be able to explain that a little bit more. She's also the founder and co-founder of the Wisdom Factory. We'll be talking about that. But her background is so extensive, I can't wait for you to learn more about her and how she got from where she was to where she is today. So she's going to be talking about empowerment magic and how she used it in her home life to create her own destiny and how you can do the same thing for your destiny. So here's the hot topics that you really want to get your notepads out and take some notes. We're going to talk about uncovering those inner beliefs that hold you back and keep you stuck. And we all have them, every one of us. So let's get, get, let's get through them. Finally, or secondly, we've got simple techniques. She's going to share with us an actual exercise to transform self-doubt and change your destiny. Finally, how to stop the relationship, you heard me correctly, in your personal and your business life. So Heidi, come on in and say hi to our audience, won't you? Yeah, hello, here I am. <laughs> In the evening in Italy, and I'm very glad to be with you today and to 
be able to share a little bit of what I'm doing. Well, we love it that you're here all the way from Italy. And I know there's, you know, here I am on the West Coast. I'm hanging out from Reno, Nevada. I want to welcome Tanya, who is hanging out um, in California. And let's see, we've got Barbara Quick. She made it. Um, thank you, you guys, for making it. And those of you who are just coming on right now to watch us, please let us know where you're hanging out from. I love that this is an international show. Now, because of different internet connection speeds, we may have a little bit of lag here um, with Heidi. So just bear with us. It's sort of like, you know, interviewing like I do on TV, that sometimes there's a little lag. But uh, we're going to do our best to bring it to you without too much difficulty there. So mm -hmm. Heidi, let's let people know, again, you're, you're um, from Italy. And as far as I know, you've always been from Italy. You're native Italian. No, no I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't know that. All right, so let's get some background on you, how you got to yeah. Italy, and you know, all the experience you had that brought you to this point you have today. And I know we're asking you to summarize it, but go ahead yeah. and share that with everyone. Yeah, actually, I'm from Germany, and I grew up in Germany and went to university in Berlin, and then I sang all the time, sing uh, classical music, you know, and I really loved to do it, but I always knew that the voice I had was not my authentic voice. It was so little. People said, you will never go over an orchestra, and so I decided to go to Italy. And I hoped to learn it here. I had some teachers. I didn't really learn it here by them, but I learned it by myself. I went to live here in the country. And by the way, it's Paradiso Integrale. It's our place because it comes from Integrale. We are uh, fans of the integral theory. And so it, it came in this way. And when I came to live here, it's 27 years ago, I finally could try out my voice. You know, I don't know if you ever had a, a neighbor who or studied an instrument or studied voice, and it's not really very nice. And I got so many neighbors who didn't want me to open my mouth. So here in the countryside, I finally could open my mouth and try out. And so I really discovered how human voices work and how you can access the most um, resonance of the voice to, to really open up the whole voice and when you hear me speak like that the singing voice is different you know it's really you know as you know when you go to an opera house <laughs> and you wouldn't believe it because often when people see me with and hear me with this voice they say who that's you but what I wanted to say and this is already inspirational I began with a little voice like everybody of you who is singing in a in a choir and da, 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 you know it's a nice little voice but little and then you can open up and you can learn and you can you know I did it, it I'm a researcher I wanted to know how it works and so I really had a big voice and then I began to teach it and I had very much success in teaching and now I know how it works and how I teaching works and I'm not so much interested anymore <laughs> and so <laughs> I went to you know to this what I'm doing now coaching empowerment coaching relationship coaching which is so interesting for me because I'm also very passionate of psychology and spirituality and so this is a way to to really get these things together and the voice is still there you know finding your authentic voice is a part of this consciousness travel I'm on and I help other people to to be on too, to get more consciousness of themselves and of the processes which are happening 
inside, you know. So it's all about learning how to turn your little voice into a bigger voice and a voice that you can feel good about being heard. And so even though you were applying it to actual professional performance, which is so wonderful and exciting, uh, but you also moved to a place where you could just belt it out, right? Out in the country in Italy, how wonderful is that? So it <laughs> sounds like you found your paradise for sure. <laughs> yes, I did. And you know, and when you talk about finding your voice, it, it, before it was the physical voice, but then it came out finding really your voice in the world. And the physical voice then is the vehicle, the tool to, to get what is in you, what is your mission, what is your purpose to get it out into the world. And I'm believing that I'm on the track. <laughs> I have no doubt about it. And the fact that you are using this voice in two shows right now, I think is really exciting as well. And as I say, you're going to be moving on to Blab. Uh, let me take just a quick moment. You know, we don't have comment tracker working again. I think it's because of upgrades to Chrome. But I want to acknowledge some people. Susan Joy Schlieff, um, we're thrilled to have you here. William Rock, thank you for stopping in from Kansas. And Carolyn Darden from Houston, Texas. Keep letting us know where you're hanging out from. Type your comments and questions in there and I'll keep referring to them. Well, listen, let's get started on these topics because they're powerful and people want to know about the magical side of this and how it was magical for you, really. So we're going to talk about uncovering your inner beliefs that hold you back and keep you stuck. I think this is an expansion of what you've started on with discovering your bigger voice. So go ahead with that, Heidi. Yeah, absolutely, because uh, the magical thing is when you finally know how you are, how do you say, how you are functioning, how you are in the world, what you are believing, what you are feeling, and the, the background of all that, then you can change it. And then the change is, is not something which you think you have to do that, but they really happen. They really, really happen, and that's, uh, for me, is this is a, Big, big, big magic. So I started out really in in the coaches trainings I, I did. I finally got words for all these things, which I already knew and intuited. But then I got a sort of a systematic view of these things, you know. And I understood that I was caught in the belief I'm not enough. I'm not good enough, you know. And when you are not good enough, you do all sorts of things. I mean, I learned a whole lot of things. This is good. This is the good side of it. But when you have the belief, I am not good enough, you never go out. You never go and present yourself and have this, you know, this way of confidence and to say, oh, I'm doing it. I'm here. And, you know, if you take me, it's fine. And if you're not, it's not fine. It's, it's fine also. For me, it was not fine. If I went to auditions and they didn't take me, I was down for days because my self-confidence was gone, completely gone, you know. And when I understood that this, and with other beliefs too, I'm alone, I have to do everything myself and, and things like that. Uh, when I understood that, that these come out of childhood behaviors, childhood surviving behaviors, and how unconsciously they are all the time present, unless you have discovered them, really uncovered them, I would say, and changed them and transformed them, 
and, and until we haven't done that work, we will always fall into them and again into these patterns of behavior because we can say hundred times, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to have the same sort of marriage anymore or in the same relationship. We, we do it. Oh, I don't want to be like my mother, you know? And I discovered I was like my mother <laughs> after many, many years, you know? The will alone, the decision here is not enough. So we need to find uh, process works which are uh, acting on the unconscious mind because these are patterns which are really ingrained in the unconscious mind and we cannot cannot fix them, let's say, with the conscious mind. It's, uh, the conscious mind has not this power. But I they mean, are that's such a good point. You cannot fix them consciously. You can become aware consciously that you have these subconsciously driven beliefs, and that helps because then you can start to change and shift the pattern. I get that. Um, but most often, people aren't even aware that they're responding the way they are with these feelings of inadequacy or I'm not good enough. And, you know, you had that whole thing going on. And even though you were performing professionally and were successful, right? I mean, it wasn't that, of course, occasionally you turned down for parts and roles and presentations, but you were a successful singer and performer, right? Yes, but you know... When people came after the concert said, oh, it was so wonderful and, and you know, and I said, no, nah, but I failed there and this was not good enough and this was not good enough. So I even uh, distracted the experience of who was listening, you know. <laughs> so it was really absurd and I see now so many people doing the same thing and I say, oh gosh, poor you, you know, because it's really a sort of a, if not a downward spiral, but at least something which keeps you always on that level and you never you never can overcome that unless you work on it you know well and you said you had used um and, and been trained in gestalt therapy and a number of other different types of empowerment therapy that help you break through these limiting subconscious patterns so um i think that you said you have a little technique that we're going you're going to share with everyone on this on transforming self-doubt right so that you can't yes. change destiny and this is exactly what you used in your own life is that correct Absolutely, yeah. I mean, right. I can give you today only a very, very, very little hint of that. You of know, course. it took me some some more time <laughs> to yes. do that. I would like to offer you uh, an exercise where you can understand a little bit what your false beliefs are, because unless you don't know them, you cannot transform them. So the transform work actually would come afterwards. But first, we, we need to know where we are if we want to change, because otherwise change goes who knows where, <laughs> you know. We need to know where we are and then where we want to go. And so I would like to invite you, if you can close your eyes, sit comfortably and close your eyes. If you are in the car, don't do that, please. And just get a little bit inside in you. Get aware of your body, of your feet, of your legs, your whole body, and then also the breath. Just follow for one or three, one, two or three breaths where it goes down in your body. In and out, and in and out. And I recommend to do this very often during your days because it is grounding you. 
So now I suggest to you to remember a moment when you were very disappointed of something. Just choose some experience which was very, very disappointing to you. And go into it. Remember it with all the possibilities you have. You know, see it in front of you, the event, the people who were around and where it was, which colors, maybe there was also uh, smells of certain kind, you know, as many details if there are and go deeply into this experience. And then when you are there, feel into your body. Where do you feel it? Where is it, this feeling of disappointment? Where do you feel it? And you don't need to know it exactly, but there are probably, you have some idea where it is. And locate it there. And then ask yourself, if this part in me, which I have located in a certain part, or here, up here, or down, wherever it is, if this part could speak in this moment of this experience, what would it say about myself? Would it say, I'm inferior, or I'm alone, or I'm crazy, or I'm a burden, or I don't matter, or I'm not safe, I'm too much. What, whatever comes up for you, just listen into what comes up for you. Whatever you would have told probably in the same situation, Listen what it is. I am powerless, for instance. I am worthless or I am wrong. There are so many possibilities with which we can label these difficult moments. Okay. And then we go to the next thing. If this part of you, which you feel in yourself, which is so touched by this um, event by this experience, if it could speak, what would it say about the others? What are the others who are around, who were part of this experience? What are they? Are they mean? Are they egocentric, selfish, or just bad, or crazy? What are those people? Just listen to the voice what this voice will tell you. Okay. You can do the exercise afterwards again and go deeper in it because you will be uh, very astonished how many things come up. <laughs> well, let's go through the steps on this because um, I wait, think... Wait a minute. There is I'm just sorry. the last one, the last oh. part of this exercise. For instance, ask yourself if you, for instance, have the... The, the idea, I'm alone, and the others are really mean. What is possible for you in the world where you have these beliefs? You are completely alone, and the others are mean. Or you are a failure, and the others are just disrespectful. What is possible for you? These are the three ways of believing about yourself, about the other, the others, and about the world, what is possible in the world. 
Many people say, oh, I will never succeed in doing that. This is about the world. The world doesn't allow you to be successful. And when you start with this belief, problem. <laughs> Okay, now you to you. Okay, that um, thank you for adding that. I think that's obviously a very critical step. So, um, as I was going through it, just to experience, share the experience, and please go ahead and type down your own experience. Now you know that Heidi said this is very abbreviated what she just showed us. So it was a demonstration for you to help you get in touch with. In this case, the feeling of disappointment and um, where that feeling is located in your body. So. It's obviously, if you just ask the question, where am I feeling it, you'll, you'll be guided there. And then from that place of disappointment, you're, you're talking about what the voice for that location and that feeling in your body is telling you about that experience, that, that memory, it's to what it's telling you. And then it's also um, what are other people communicating to you at that time? What is the understanding you're getting from others? Go ahead, Idy. What did I miss? Yeah, it's it, no, it's about what you think that the others are. It's all about your own thoughts, you know. Right. The thoughts about I myself. Okay, maybe I understood it wrong. And the thoughts oh, no, about good. others. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. So it's what you're perceiving other people oh. to be okay. thinking, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. And then from there, um, it, it, regardless of these other people and what they're thinking, and say you're alone or say that, you know, you're, you're in a very vulnerable situation. The question you want people to finish with is, no matter what the circumstance, what are the possibilities for me? That's the big one, isn't it? Yeah, or better in the other way around first, because the possibilities come a little later. What is it, what is hindering me in this case? When I start out with these beliefs about myself and about the other people, nobody will ever help me, for instance, you know, what is then possible for you? And you will find out almost nothing. Very limited possibilities. And from there, then we go and turn around and by changing the beliefs about ourselves and about the others by doing reality checks and not just thinking that they are in this way, but really finding out if this is true. And then we we can step into the space of possibility. Beautiful. So uh, tell everyone how this worked magic in your own life. Where did it take you as you really started to work? And I know this was not a you know, five minute process you went through. <laughs> but where was, what was the magic for you? How did it change your life? Because you did the work rather than, you know, just continuing to operate out of the same behavior patterns. Yeah, for me, it was the, the big step was that I finally took over responsibility for my life. Because I understood that there is nobody out there to do it for you. I understood I need to do it myself. And I had all the time such an you know, impediment to do uh, publicity for myself. And oh no, better not. The others need to, to know that I'm good and need to ask me. No, they don't. You have the, the, the uh, duty to present who you are and what you are able to do in service to the others and to the world. They won't know it unless you tell them. So for me, it was exactly that, that I understood I have to go out. And so I began to do all sorts of courses, uh, hang out, how to do the hangouts, how to do this and that, and I began to do the shows. You know, I always thought, oh, no, camera, nobody should see me, you know. No, 
<laughs> and I begin really to like it to be to be seen. So the invisibility uh, thing, uh, I I left it behind. And you know, when you go out, then I mean, as a singer. I did it, but there I had studied the music and you know it was sort of work. But here when you are talking like this without any script, people see who you are. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it, <laughs> many people have a problem with that. And I had it too. And when I had changed these false beliefs into, oh, I can do that. Also, you know, the first times it was like going on stage with singing. It is, uh, it is uncomfortable, but when we learn to to not be stopped by feeling a little bit uncomfortable, stepping out of the comfort zone, as they say, then you find there is so much excitement, there is so much good things coming on, and so it's really fulfilling. And I really want to communicate to everybody there who has a little bit of shyness or, oh gosh, no privacy, we must hide everywhere, you know. No go out and you will discover a world which is so different and so exciting. <laughs> I love it. Stop stop hiding out and give yourself permission to step out of your comfort zone. And it doesn't mean you have to do a show. I mean, the fact that some of us have decided to do a show is, is what we've chosen to do. And believe me, it puts me out of my comfort zone every single week but um, we do it because we we have a passion we have something we want to share um, for me it's uh, getting all these incredible women out and having giving them a platform and I know you're the same way with that Heidi but so your key magical transformation was to take responsibility yes. for your destiny Yes. And choosing and changing the belief that you are good enough, you deserve to be able to get out there, even though you're not always comfortable with it, it is all right. And you had to take that responsibility or because no one else is going to do it for you, were they? Yeah. And I also deserve to be loved. And when I understood that, three months later, I found my present husband. <laughs> so. Hey, did you guys hear that? The term, I deserve to be loved. And three months later, she found her husband. I know you were single for a long time, so that's yeah. really important. Uh, let me share uh, some of the comments that we've got here going on here. And you, as you know, without comment tracker, I got to switch screens. But oh, Margarita's here. Good to see you, Margarita. She says yes. Um, one has to take responsibility for oneself. I love Heidi. Oh, thank you guys. That's great. William Rock, for me, I do a lot of breathing exercises, helping me to focus on my talents versus pain from CRPS. I had to learn from breathing as well to change my focus on thoughts from negative to positive. Going on camera was the hardest thing for me. I totally get it, William. Thank you. That's Thank you for sharing that and, and that vulnerability with us. Heidi, you have any comments for um, William on that? This is wonderful, William. I, I know you for quite a time, and I saw you showing up on the on camera, and congratulations that you do it. And the breath work, it's really very, very healing. I mean, I did very little at the beginning, but we have such a power with breathing. So it's good that you do it. And we've got Barbara Quick saying, uh, we, we have to love ourselves first and believe in ourselves. Uh, and, and and Tanya, hey, great one, Tanya. She says, you are such a, co a colorful, creative woman. She, mm -hmm. You give her um, warm fuzzies. 
Thanks, Tanya. That's really nice. Yeah, okay. hello, Tanya, Margarita, and Barbara, too. This is so nice that you're here. Well, listen, we've got one more topic before we bop on over to Blab to, you know, just hang out and, and enjoy each other. So let's talk about this term of relationship mm -hmm. and how we stop that in our personal and our business lives. What tips have you got for everybody there? You know, Basically, it's the same thing. Our relationship with others is the same as our relationship with ourselves. When we haven't created a good relationship with ourselves, with these inner voices, when we are still driven by the false beliefs, then we don't have a good relationship with ourselves because these false beliefs are driving us. So if we are still in this, let's say, position, how can we have a good relationship with others? It's just it's just not possible. So when we do the work, and <laughs> magically, it is often enough in a relationship that one part does the work and the other will change accordingly. Because when you change, your, your relationship is a system. When you change, the other will change too. So it's, it's easier when both do the work, but it's not necessary. So we can change the relationship. <laughs> Ship. Shit. Yeah, and bring it into something better. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's such a good way of putting it too. I mean, you know, we do this to say basically say we shit on ourselves all the time with these false beliefs and and the perceptions that we're not good enough or there's some part of us, one of those voices inside that as you said was formed at a very young age that did it probably to protect us or provide us with something that isn't even relevant in today's world as an adult but you still operate with that. And then I know about since, you know, I spent 25 years as a hypnotherapist, life coach, I know about these triggers that keep sending the same messages neurologically to the body. So it is the work that helps change. And as you said, if you're making the changes, your relationships will change as well if you're doing the work for yourself. So great tip there. Uh, let's share a little bit about your show that is all about this topic as well. Yeah, exactly, because we are doing a 12-part series in the Wisdom Factory, which is called Stop the Relationship, Grow Your Relations. And we have very famous guests, in at least in the integral uh, community. I don't know if you know about that, but uh, these are people, evolutionaries, who, who really care about not only their little small ego and not their families only but for the whole world and even more so these are very high qualified people and I would invite you to to come there and 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 join us we had last Friday about sexuality and the role of sexuality for humans and next week we will have exactly this combining with what we're saying today uh, Dr. Keith Witt, he is a psychotherapist and has done, I think he said, 30,000 therapy sessions. So he really knows his, his job. <laughs> and he will talk about loving completely, that is the name of one of his courses, and how to keep a relationship alive, how to keep it going on. And I've done his course, I wanted to know what he's doing, you know, so I followed the course and it's it's really good and I'm really glad that he will come. And then we will have Catherine Woodward-Thomas, she is the author of Calling and the One, which 
I did that course and this training, this that, um, coaches training, and two months afterwards I found Mark, who is now sitting here three meters from me. <laughs> I called in my one, you know. But she will talk about um, uh, separations and how can we do separations without all this drama, without out all the wounds which normally happen when uh, a couple separates. And then we will have many others also in business, also relationships in business. It will be the second part. So I really invite you. And you, you get some some information on this uh, web page. I have a short link, bit.ly slash wisdom factory. You get all the speakers there and the information and you can uh, register for the series there and we would be very happy to have you there. And then, you know what? We, Mark and me, we are offering in March the trial version, beta version, you say, of a relationship course for people over 50. So for when we can uh, work on our ex-life experience and really change the relationship in, into a wonderful relationship. And we want also share our experience, but also how we did it, because it was not by chance. There was a moment in when we got to know each other, if I hadn't known all these techniques, it would have ended after four weeks, probably. So, <laughs> well, I'm so glad you know it, and I think it sounds like your like your show is terrific. I have put the link in to the comment section for them. I've also put the link for the blab. We're gonna mosey on over there, so come on over and talk to Heidi. She's got so much great insight into and experience in transforming her own relationship into wonderful relationships. And uh, we would love to have one with you over on Blab. So I've put the link there. I want to thank you so much for joining us today and for Heidi for joining us with limited internet speed, but we got through it over in Italy. So mosey on over to Blab and we'll see you over there in just a minute. Thank you, Heidi, so much. Thank you so much and everybody who is here to listen to us. We'll see you all real soon. Come on over to Blab. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.